Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Women in Technology. I am in the studio with two beautiful ladies and they're doing amazing stuff here in Atlanta. And I will just like to get straight into it and introduce them and get to talking. So, Penny. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Penny Collins. I am the uh, President and CEO of Women in Technology. Yeah. And thank you for having us here again for this great segment. Thank you for joining us. And we also have... Jen Graham with Civic Dinners. Civic Dinners. So I was reading all about you before we came in. And I was telling Penny, I think you're just doing amazing things. And it's just Aww. such a unique platform that you have going on. And uh, I would just love to know more about it. And we can tell more about it through you know, our conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Penny, you were in here last time with Patty Dismukes, yep. if I did get her last name you correctly. Um, and you guys were speaking about all the amazing things you do for women in technology here in Atlanta. And um, I would just like you to just give us a brief overview like, of what you're doing right now. Absolutely. So the big thing that we're working on right now is we're doing all the preparation work to get ready for the biggest fundraiser that we do of the year, and that is called Wit Connect. That will be held on June the 20th at the Georgia Aquarium. And what that is, it's an amazing evening. It, it is an evening where you're able to see the wit work at, you know, in practice. So we actually have about 700 to 800 executives that actually join us for this evening. And we have a wonderful dinner. We have a great networking. We have a, B, a VIP reception. And then after that is when our program begins. And this is where we talk about the mission of wit. And then we start giving back. And how we give back is we give um, over $150,000 in scholarships wow. to all of the high school girls and college girls that are part of the WIT program. And we're able to do this because of the incredible generosity yeah. of our partners. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that provide us all the funds that we need that enable us to give back to the community, mm -hmm. give back to these wonderful, talented women and girls who want to continue to pursue their careers um, in STEAM. And we're super excited to be there. But for Connect, I have to get back to that one. Okay. We only have a few tables left, so we're asking everyone, so please, please go to mywit.org, and then you will see a menu option that will take you to the Connect event. And from there, you're able to, uh, to register online so that you can attend this, this wonderful thing. That seems so exciting. And you were also speaking about, um, I guess, auctioning out time with the people that are going to be there. Can you give us a little bit more explanation about that? Absolutely. So the one great thing that we have are our wonderful partners. We have these wonderful companies that partner with WIT, and they want to do whatever they can to give back to our vision, to give back to the cause, and also be able to serve the community in a way that we want to. So they very much support our mission. Yeah. And so what we do is that we have these incredible CIOs, CEOs, senior leadership of companies that are going to be auction off time mm -hmm. to whoever, is, whoever it is that bids on them. Mm -hmm. And all the proceeds from the bidding process actually go towards WIT, so we're able to keep our doors open and continue to do the servant work that we do for the community. Yeah. And so we have people... Great example is we've got the CTO of um, First Data and some of the leaders on his staff that are going to have um, dinner. They're going to offer up dinner. I mean, what a great way to get to know a very, very wonderful CTO who works yeah. for First Data, and he's a global CTO. Um, we also have companies like 
uh, Mercedes-Benz. So the CIO, mm-hmm. who is Rose, you know, a woman CIO, who is an amazing leader. Um, she's also giving up her time to enable us to give back to, to what we do to, to support our vision and our mission. So this seems so exciting if you're someone that's in technology and you have nothing to do this day on June 20th, I believe. Um, you should definitely be attending this event. And when, where can they purchase these tickets? Yep, they can actually um, contact me. Um, you can actually send me an email at penny at mywit.org. Yeah. Or you can go to our website, which is mywit.org. And then you'll see all the advertisements that actually uh, direct you to where you can actually purchase the tickets. Right. Okay, thank you so much for sharing the details for that event. And Jen, so I was online reading all about civic dinners. And something that stood out to me was you said that you guys are on a mission to design a more inclusive world. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is basically the mission statement for what Civic Dinners is. Can you explain more about what Civic Dinners is? Yes. So Civic Dinners is a community engagement platform that brings people together over food for conversations that matter. And our the reason why our, our purpose is around creating a more inclusive world is that we want to make sure everyone feels invited and engaged in co-creating a better future. And we've realized that, you know, civic engagement has evolved over the past couple decades and more and more people are interested in it, but they don't necessarily know how to plug in. You know, the old ways from community meetings and just community surveys are pretty outdated. And millennials especially are like craving a sense of connection to actually meet people face to face, get off their phones and actually have in-depth, real, meaningful conversations around the issues of our time. And so I recognize this. Um, personally, back in 2014, it was like I was hungry for having like meaningful, not reality TV. I want to have like meaningful conversations yeah. around like the critical issues of our time, climate change and racial justice. And like, and so um, it all started as a social experiment, bringing people together around the dinner table yeah. and having these structured conversations where we create an, a safe space and a structure so that it's not debate. It's not about being an expert, but it's about sharing your unique story and your per- own perspective around an issue. And so a civic dinner is so simple. It's, it's usually a host six to 10 diverse perspectives. So that might be, you know, friends from a network, the host can invite people from their, from their friend group or their neighbors or even their coworkers or colleagues or allow people to sign up through the platform and, and have a, a great group of potential people that don't know each other. And then we provide the structure of three big questions. So Ooh. we provide the prompts and the questions so that the host doesn't have to worry about that. They just yeah. really re- read the host guide that we've already tested and proven so that it ends in a real positive manner. And then it's equal time to share with one voice at a time. And that format of either going around in a circle and allowing everybody equal time kind of takes the pressure off of having to kind of defend your answer or, or, or you know, it's just about sharing and listening. Yeah. I think. And another quote from your um, website, it's something humane about eating yes. in front of people and it just makes it more like intimate. Totally. Right? Yeah, there's actually science to prove that we're wired to bond with people when we break bread with them. Yeah. And then when you're sitting face to face, I mean, there are the, the energy fields are mm-hmm. real that you can't get on a digital screen, even a video. Um, we've tried doing some kind of video activations of the same thing, bringing people together across the country for conversations, but it doesn't really necessarily leave the same impact as you are if you're face to face breaking bread. Yeah. 
So tell me a little bit about your background. I believe that you have a background in design. Yeah. yeah. So um, I was a actually a business major at UNC Chapel Hill, then discovered graphic design my senior year, second semester. <laughs> and uh, that's what brought me to Atlanta, went okay. to Portfolio Center and really learned the art of storytelling and how to bring strategy to life through stories and branding. And that's really also where I became hooked on this idea of systems thinking. Mm. And we're looking at an issue from all perspectives and really uh, looking at what not the symptoms of a system, but the actual root challenges of, of what it's involved in. So, and the first part of design process is listening. Yeah. Uh, and, and so this is all, is all kind of been leading up to the work that I'm doing today is really coming from a, a design thinker's mindset around how do we tackle these massive challenges that are not in silos. They're all connected. Housing is directly connected to transportation. Transportation is, I mean, housing is also connected to education, mm-hmm. given where we live is where our school systems are and, and how those intertwine and interrelate are important. And what we need to create are more opportunities for people to think across silos and across disciplines and across issue areas to help kind of really break down those issues in a way that can be actionable. Yeah. So um, you've worked with thousands of different companies, right? Well, we have had over over a thousand dinners yeah. around the world, starting with New Zealand, um, all the way to Atlanta, um, a couple, I mean, almost in every state so far. And we've worked with over 14 um, different clients, ranging yeah. from cities to nonprofits to companies, including Facebook. Which is so exciting. Yeah. And I also read that you've been recognized by people like Obama. Yeah. That's super exciting. Yeah. So who is your typical client? Uh, so our t- typical clients, it, it definitely ranges. We've had um, cities from the city of Decatur to the Atlanta Regional Commission, which has been our founding partner since day one. Um, we really built it with them for them as a way to provide meaningful engagement and, and bring diverse voices to the table for long-range planning process. Yeah. And it was such a success that soon we had other cities and regions and nonprofits coming to us saying, how do we use dinners to engage our alumni, our members, our our um, even our don- potential donors and and then citizens and even different different applications. So we worked with Teach for America in Atlanta to bring oh. alumni in Atlanta. There are 1,400 Teach for America alumni in Atlanta. And they were wondering, like, how do we come together and really leverage the network to decide what their education platform might be for the right. future? Then we worked with City of Decatur to help them tackle in partnership with Cooper Carey to design a master plan for the 77 acres of land that they now call um, the Legacy Park. And then we were working in the same thing in the like, City of Covington to help redesign the IRS site that they're going to be transforming into some beautiful park yeah. right on the waterfront of the Ohio River. And then also working Facebook. You know, this came about, I really got the email <laughs> through our through our website it's like fb.com is that facebook what? <laughs> <laughs> what? are they communicating they with found me us. What? Um, it was surreal um but it was amazing to work with the she means business group to uh, design a conversation around female founders and funding female founders and bring that thousand female founders together all across the country we did eight key activations this this um this year in march wow. uh, launching in uh, austin for south by um for international women's day so it's been surreal. We've worked doing amazing things. Yeah. So we're here for women in technology. I want to know how does civic dinners incorporate themselves into technology? Mm, so it's it's really um, a beautiful hybrid. So we we use we structured conversations to help enable incredible 
meaningful discussions around issues that matter. But then we use technology to scale those mm. to any geography um, or any dinner table anywhere around the world. So technology is critical for us to be able to, we can design a conversation once and then scale it anywhere. Yeah. And we can tweak it and modify it to certain geographies. So the back end, if you go to civicdinners.com, it makes it super simple. You can either sign up to host or sign up to attend a dinner. Um, and then you can pick from the variety of conversations that might be available. So like in Atlanta, we have maybe, I think, over 15 different conversations from religious pluralism to, um, you know, uh, affordable housing to nurturing communities. And some are statewide, some are Atlanta-based, and some are even nationwide. Yeah. Uh, and then you can simply, all the host has to do is set the date, time, location, the um, what kind of dinner it might be, whether it's potluck or at a restaurant where it's kind of you'll pick your own and pay for your own. Um, and then, you know, whether you want it to be open to the public or closed with invitation only, and then boom, it creates a custom dinner page for wow. each host and it automates all the follow-up emails and reminders. Cause that's also as a host and an organizer, that's the kind of complicated pesky yeah. details that are important and critical. And so, but we built that into the platform so that they don't have to worry about that. They just focus on gathering, inviting really cool people, um, different perspectives to the table, um, making sure there's the available food available and then guiding the conversation that we've provided for them. And so then after the dinner, we've send to the, through the technology, mm -hmm. we have automated emails um, and soon-to-be actions that are going to be really cool so that we can actually follow up um, and create some kind of accountability metrics. So it, it, this, this actions page will allow us to kind of provide a menu of actions to you yeah. after you've attended a dinner. And here are up to up to 10 you know, specific and designed actions, whether you know it's about following someone on on Instagram for or following a, an, an initiative or a program or if it's about signing up or it's about bringing other people into the fold or even hosting your own civic dinner to all the way down to like donating and supporting or writing or supporting someone for to run for office and the levels of engagement what we call ladders of participation can be customized to each conversation and then we'll be able to check whether they commit to that or if they've done it wow. and then create some accountability metrics to keep it going so yeah. we're really excited it finally completes our theory of change around in order to move people to take meaningful action you have to start with awareness and then go deeper understanding which is the civic dinner and then commitment which is about giving them a menu of options that they can choose and then allowing them to pick from those options. Right. And then the action follows, the collective action follows after that. And I'm guessing from the feedback that helps you with scaling the events for the future, right? Yes. So, so yeah. I definitely want to hear about one of your most unique dinners that you've had. Ooh, um, or that Civic Dinner has had. Yeah. Together. Wow. Um, one of the most recent ones that was so cool was um, uh, it was at the city... It was at the City Hall Atrium, and it was on religious pluralism. And we had over 180 uh, representatives from different religious backgrounds. We had Muslims, we had we had Christians, um, Catholics, we had um, Hindus. Um, I'm going to get all mix them all up. <laughs> Hindus, um, Buddhists. Um, I'm forgetting. I'm leaving some out. I know it. Um, but that was just incredible to have actually seated dinner with people, Jews, um, from all different religions, having a conversation around celebrating diversity in religion, especially coming from um, my husband's from New Zealand. And given the recent um, horrific event in Christchurch, it's really hit home to me the importance of 
making sure people feel comfortable with others that may not believe the same things as they do and create and, and celebrating our diversity of thinking um, and, and knowing that we can actually all live harmoniously together and there's beauty and harmony and there's beauty and diversity and just take a look at the forest and everything is yeah. different species and the biodiversity gives it so much vibrance and rich richness. So let's celebrate that and not be fearful of it. And so once we get to know each other and build new bridges, um, that was just an that that dinner really signified for us a, a launching point because we'd all, always wanted to have a conversation around kind of religion but didn't know quite how and so we worked in partnership with yeah. um, the city and the, the organizers uh, Agan Khan here council here in Atlanta and now we're going to take it on the road so we're expanding um, Birmingham's interested in doing it in partnership with the Aspen Institute which wrote an article about the work and all around the day of religious pluralism so it's, uh, that was probably the most unique and exciting one just recently. So I think civic dinners is so different and it's just so interesting. It's so unique. And um, I just have a question. So what if I was someone that I just moved from Boston, right? Yeah. I'm relocated here in Atlanta and I don't have any friends. <laughs> I'm looking to make friends. Can I go on civic dinners and just create some sort of dinner about black women who yeah. like watching reality tv on sundays can i do something like that well you can well you can absolutely host a dinner yeah. based on um so we have we provide you with kind of a menu of conversation topics that okay. are already designed so we have maybe 15 of them are already available in in, in the atlanta area um, we do have ones around um we're bridging the racial divide in partnership with the king center we've got okay. one on the voice of women so if you want to bring other women around yes. it's like kind of finding your fire we've got um i i'm like so eager to create one on um women unite or moms unite <laughs> so around just like the 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 new moms especially um but we have like a so many awesome conversations that are ones even on specific topics from sustainability. Um, to, we just launched one on clean energy for all in partnership mm. with Sierra Club and partnership for Southern Equity um, and Environment Georgia. And so what you can, you can go online and you can find a conversation that piques your interest right. and then sign up to host or pick one a dinner. You can look go, just go to civicdinners.com slash dinners to see all the dinners happening even all around the world. And then you can find you can narrow down by the city that you live in. And we'll show you all the different conversations happening uh, in Atlanta for you to join if you just okay. want to meet new people. Interesting. Because okay. I'm pretty serious about that. I would uh, love to meet new people yeah. here in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. And that's a common. People hear that back in, um, you know, 20... Back in 2014, when we experimented with this whole concept initially, is people wanted to meet new people. That was the number one thing. And that's the number one thing that we hear back is that meeting new people and yeah. different like outside of your usual silos of work and your neighborhood or yeah. your friends group that you, you know, I moved here from straight out of college. So it was a lot of my UNC friends that I knew initially. And it was really hard to kind of break out of the bubble because it's so easy to stay connected to right. people who you already know. So this is um, a great way to kind of, yeah. Um, really reach out and mm. and bring and we we still highly recommend kind of you helping to promote the dinner by just posting it in, in random places other different facebook groups or sharing it on instagram or getting just so that you never know who yeah. might see it and whose friend of a friend might want to join your dinner and hang out and talk about something right. that, that matters and i was thinking more of people who had the common interest and it's not yes. more about that it's more about diversity yeah 
meeting people who you wouldn't typically meet on a regular basis. Right. Well, it, but it's also, I mean, it could be that if people who are passionate about sustainability all come to the sustainability dinner, mm-hmm. so you have a theme or an issue that you all have in common that you care about sustainability, but right. you might be from all different sectors or different age ranges and right, generations. Right. And, and so that's the beauty of the diversity. Um, but the issue is what brings people together. Yeah. And the food. And you're a new mom. <laughs> yes. Let's get into that. <laughs> yes. He's, uh, his name's William, and he's almost a year old. He's already walking and opening doors, which wow. is terrifying. So <laughs> he's able to open the front door. So how do you balance all of that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, with an amazing team. Yeah. Um, seriously. A mother, being a new mom, like, forced me to build a team. Um, because before, it was just me, myself, and I. And, um, and I was kind of trying to do it all um but knowing that i was going to be on maternity leave and we had contracts that had to get done regardless i was like okay we're going all in and um and so last year we built a team up to 10 people now um incredible staff we've got um i just hired two uh, a coo so an wow. operations director who's just badass. She's actually one of our former clients. Yeah. Um, so I'm super excited to bring her officially on board in June. Um, but we're we're really ramping up. We've got um, a team now that can handle the core core business. And now we're even trying to think. We have grown so much without any official marketing. It's all right. been through word of mouth or through relationships or kind of meeting here to hear or hearing about it. But now we're actually going to be launching a really exciting initiative that's going to be called The Lovable City. And we're inviting 100 cities across the U.S., making sure we've got diverse representation with a focus on middle America, to, um, to, to come together for a conversation around The Lovable City mm. in October, with the goal of having 100 dinners in, in 100 cities, so 10,000 dinners in wow. October. Um, and what we plan to learn from that is really what are the common what are the common issues that every city is dealing with and how can we create kind of the essential 12 conversations that cities need to be having, whether that's around food or water or energy mm. or, and, and find the right partners to help us bring those to all those cities um, in 2020. That seems really interesting. Now, Patty, you're a woman in technology. Patty. Penny, I'm so no, sorry. No, no, no. That. that happens to us all the time. <laughs> Penny, yes. you're a woman in technology. How can this be beneficial to you? So this is what I'm so excited about. She has this incredible foundation, incredible framework that we can actually leverage for a lot of the um, diverse conversations that we want to start having mm. for the women in technology membership that we have. So the one thing that that I've heard, you know, so, so when I started with WIT, um, one of the, the big uh, to-dos that I had was to do a roadshow. And I went around and talked to as many of our partners and our sponsors as I possibly could to really understand what can WIT do for you? Mm. What is it that you're looking for from a, you know, from a woman uh, helping the women in your company to grow versus giving back and helping girls that are in college or in high school? So I really wanted to understand the need. And the one thing that I found was a great opportunity for, for WIT to grow in is how do we help support, better support mm-hmm. women who are in technology careers? How do we help them to feel not so alone? Because I will mm. say, in technology as a woman, it can be lonely. 
and having this network of women that you can talk to that have like interests and yeah. liked, you know, like uh, technologies that you support is sometimes very hard to find. And finding the time to do it and mm-hmm. organize it mm-hmm. becomes also the, the challenge. And, you know, with WIT, we've got our monthly forums where we get together every month at Maggiano's and Buckhead. And we've got great discussions about technology or about how to balance things and just great ways to help women grow. But what I really want to do is have a better understanding of our WIT membership. Understand if you are in technology, what are the areas of technology you're in? Really understand what functions they're in. Mm -hmm. And then if you are an architect, then I want to bring all the women architects together yeah. at a civic dinner and ha- let them have the conversations over dinner, mm-hmm. dinner and wine. And they can talk and they can network and they can talk about challenges or talk about the balances. Mm-hmm. But you've got someone with commonality mm-hmm. who is also could be diverse because they're in a different mm-hmm. um, company or they're different race or whatever it may yeah. be. But it's just different perspectives of having a common framework of technology coming together so that you can have those conversations. And what is powerful about that is it allows people to feel that you have a partner. A sense of community. A sense yeah. of community. Yeah. And what, mm-hmm. what you then have is strength. Mm-hmm. And with that strength gives you empowerment. And with that empowerment gives you confidence. And with that confidence, it allows you to conquer and do more, give back more. And you just build on that and build on that. So what we've been challenge with with is thinking about what is the right form and the right way for us to bring these pods of wonderful women together yeah. mm-hmm. and I came across Yale. <laughs> here we are today. And here we are yeah. today. So Wit is very excited to partner yes. with you and look at um, how we use her incredible foundation to enable us to do that. Yeah. Women that's helping so women. That's, I love that. That's exactly it. Women and a phenomenal women. woman here. Oh yeah. <laughs> very excited. Yes. Phenomenal. So what's the most rewarding part of your job oh my gosh and would oh. you even call it a job I don't know I would <laughs> I was seriously thinking this is this is a dream because um as I mean there are of course moments of stress and like and mo- most of the time it comes around you know do I have enough do we have enough revenue to support the team because mm-hmm. I mean my most proudest moments have have been watching um my team grow and and be able to speak on behalf with so much pa- the same amount of passion that yeah. I have, and that it the idea and concept is so much bigger than me, and so much bigger than our team, and so much even bigger than Atlanta. And so I think that it's starting to really take off and, and have a life of its own. And so mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just I'm a, I'm a proud midwife of the idea <laughs> and like the birth of this incredible um, organization that I really do think has can have a profound influence on the way we interact, the way we have conversations, the way we empower people with hope and possibility, especially in today's time where mm. it's so easy to get just, you want to just hide under a rock some days, like with the news that just passed this week in, in Georgia. And it's just like, wow, we're going backwards. Yep. But how do we actually unite, find those, find other people who care and, and, and then actually rally together, find the, um, build the confidence and support each other to create the change that we want. And um, I just have to, there's a, there's a quote that always, you know, I, I always look to other leaders that are f- 
way far ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Lynn Twist is one of those. Um, she's an amazing woman, a leader of the Pachamama Alliance. And I had the honor of being in her presence a couple of years ago to see her speak. Um, one of the most authentic women I think I've ever met, cried on stage anyway, has mom. <laughs> Deals also with mom guilt in running a big company and organization. But she said this quote around, you know, the the magic that happens in a caterpillar and the chrysalis. So when you're, when a, when in moments of transformation, when, when like where we are in society, where we are confronted with this existential crisis of mm-hmm. climate change and gender, you know, inequality and where we land that in those moments, it's similar to when, you know, a caterpillar gets into that chrysalis it, and it's a whole body. It's going to sound a little gross, but the whole body kind of decomposes into like a, a soup of cells. And in those cells, enough, if enough of those cells, um, well, basically, the cells start to activate. They, they become these imaginary cells, start to wake up. Mm. And if enough of these kind of imaginary cells find one another, they become the genetic directors, kind of shaping the wings of the butterfly yeah. and creating the future path and blueprint um, for for the butterfly. Um, and so that, to me, is like our little role is to kind of start start kind of waving the flag and saying, hey, if you care about these specific issues, here's a way you can find one another right. and find um, find one another, start building the vision and and, um, and and really supporting each other to build that framework for the future because we need it and we need mm-hmm. enough people to wake up. Yeah. Um, and so we're hoping that this platform and infrastructure can help really be that, um, that, that back underlying social infrastructure that we need so badly. And it definitely will. As you stated, millennials are, are like looking for a way to communicate face to face because a lot of people believe that we want to be in our phones. But no. from my friend group and the people that I surround myself around, they believe that face to face conversations are more meaningful. And that's definitely. what we would like to have now. So I definitely believe that Civic Dinners portrays that and it gets straight to the point. Um, I would definitely like to say thank you so much, Penny, for being here. Really appreciate you. Thank you. And Jen, I'm sorry. I'm so bad with names. So bad. I'll just get it right out. I'm so bad. Um, Thank you so much for being here today and telling us all about Civic Dinners and the amazing things that you're you have coming up. And please tell us about the event that you have coming up again. Yeah. So we have um, we have dinners happening almost every night uh, anywhere around um, around the country. So if you want to. just attend a dinner, just go to civicdinners.com, pick a conversation near you that you are interested in, or just go to the slash dinners, so civicdinners.com slash dinners to find a dinner. If you want to host, would love for you to host. It's it's incredibly easy. We really do try to support you along the way and make it as seamless as possible. Um, just pick a conversation in your area that, that you want to host and set it up. Um, and then if you want, if you're a nonprofit or a, a uh, even a city or even a company, we're going to be rolling out the Lovable City Initiative very soon. Yes, so, the initiative. Yeah, yes. yeah. So um, we're going to more info is going to be on our website. It's still in the hopper. We're yeah. preparing for it, um, but we're going to be really looking for a hundred cities, and we're looking for companies to help offset the cost for those cities. Um, so you can just contact us at um, either hello at civicdinners dot com or just find us through our social media handles at Civic Dinners. Thank you so much. And Penny, the event happening on June 20th yes. at the Georgia Aquarium. Yes. Be there. Yes. Mm-hmm. We definitely need to be there. <laughs> All the women in technology or just anyone in technology. Again, this is Penny 
and Jen. And thank you so much for listening for to Women in Technology on Business Radio X. This is Sanjay Ture. 